48, 48. get to work here. And I can tell you from what we've heard, I think we're going to have a very successful offseason when it comes to free agents. Welcome to the Nick Spade Podcast. <laughs> Home of the yurtiest yurts you've ever heard. Yurt, yurt. And catching you up on everything Nick's seen in a blunt's worth of time. Three Nick's junkies. Dougie Fresh, what's good? Man, 72 games. We made it. D-Boy, the Iron Man, the RJ Barrett of the crew, all 72 live. Monty, 72 editions of Sad Day and Blunt Talk and me kind of just around. But yo, kudos to you guys. Kudos to the people who listen to this show. And kudos to the greatest play-by-play commentator of all time, Mr. Mike Breen, who after the end of this eight-year journey back to the playoffs, accidentally called Taco Fall Taco Bell. He's a Hall of Famer, bro. What else can I say? I'm surprised it wasn't an MSG-sponsored segment within two seconds. D-Boy, what's good? Yer, let's keep the credit rolling. Nick's bait, keeping the Garden fans booing Alfred Payton. I was in that bitch today. I was screaming to sit his ass on the bench, and Leon Rose definitely took note. Take note, Alfred Payton is the reason Alfred Payton gets booed, okay? He needs to be accountable <laughs> for his actions. Time after time, bro. Even Wait. Luke Cornett got a poster block on him today. Time Damn. after time. Once an ache, always an ache, man. Luke Cornett. Shouts to Luke Cornett. Oh, man, that brings me back to sad times. I'm the saddest Knicks fan. Me, Monty, final score, Dutchman 96, Irishman 92, Walt Suit was a leprechaun done. The Bockers had a memorably lucky season, culminating in a win over the Celts. We're going to get into quick hits. Quick hits. Even when the Knicks are winning, they are still the Knicks. Let's give out these flowers for the last time this regular season. The Kaiden Randall, who's your daddy most valuable player, goes to the all-rookie snub, the 20-year-old neophyte sensation, Rowan Barrett Jr. The sophomore came alive in the third quarter, scoring 14 of his 22 points and helped the Knicks push their lead all the way to 20. Future All-Star. The Why Is Alfred Payton Our Starting Point Guard Award goes to Alfred Payton. 14 minutes, 0 for 4 from the field, 4 rebounds, an assist, a pair of turnovers, swatted 3 times, and remains the only Knicks still being booed regularly by Garden fans. Frank got a steal in half a second. The Garden of Dreams off-Broadway breakout performance goes to the diminutive New Haven native, Tremont Waters. He scored a season-high 17 points with 13 coming in the final period, as Boston cut the lead to 1 with just 2 minutes to go. Shout out LSU. The Hubert Goober Davis Deadeye Golden Arrow goes to the Human Torch himself, the $6 million man, Alec Burks, for his 17 points on 5 of 7 from deep. And the sad stat of the game? Since returning for the Knicks' final homestand, Emmanuel quickly is shooting 18% from 3 and 26% from the field. He was 1 for 7 today. This day in the sad Knicks history, May 16th, 1997. Miami 95, New York 90. The Knicks were up 3-2 going into Game 6 at the Garden, but Allen Houston, Charlie Ward, and Patrick Ewing were all suspended, as well as P.J. Brown for the Heat. John Stark said the stomach flu hit two threes to almost bring them back at the end, but his 15 points on 16 shots and fouling out showed ill effects. The alley-oop pass for Barrett to Noel. This time just overwhelmed the Celtics. 
You're talking about uh, efficiency, productivity, and Rose has provided that off the Nick bench, averaging almost 19 points a game, five assists, taking on Taco this time. It's official. The Knicks are in the playoffs. Not only are they invited to the dance, they are the fourth seed and have home court advantage in the first round. This was a remarkable season of proving the doubters wrong, myself most definitely included. And now, the regular season is over. And the legacy of this team rests in a first round matchup against the Atlanta Hawks, a team they swept in their season series and a squad that has not been able to stop Julius Randle. The consensus most improved player has dropped 40 twice against them. Even Max Kellerman exclaimed that if the Knicks were to fall to the Hawks, it would be a disappointment. My word to the wise, don't sleep on these angry birds. Playoffs are when adjustments are made and when players either rise to the occasion or go home. Will Randall be able to continue his dominance and lead the Knicks to the second round? The Knicks got possibly the most winnable situation going into the playoffs. They could have been running up against the buzzsaw that is Giannis, P.J. Tucker, or everyone's favorite power forward, Bobby Portis, in a matchup for Julius Randle. Ditto for Miami with Jimmy Butler, Bam, Trevor Ariza, and a 3-2 defense that is hella confusing. Okay, You can't just get to the middle on it. So against Atlanta, they've got DeAndre Hunter and Capella as like their plus defenders. It is a little bit easier, but I would not underestimate a team that can shoot like they can. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think that Julius Randle's primary match being John Collins has repeatedly not been able to stop him time and time again. Randle cooks him. But if you throw some different looks at him, Hunter maybe can slow him down. But Hunter's got to worry about R.J. Barrett. But I think that Atlanta, with Nate McMillan at the helm, is resolved to absorb Julius Randle's best shot. Just like we're resolved to res absorb Trey Young's best shot. So if we go along with that and we say that Trey Young and Randall's offensive output is going to be a wash, the Knicks will have to win like they have done this whole year with their bench and with their persistent defense. We'll need to see quickly D. Rose and Alec Burks exploit the weak defense of their second unit and beat out a strong bench that has Lou Williams and Gallinari and Kevin Herter. Well, when you look at the starters, though, are we going to continue with the Alfred Payton experience of buying minutes? You can't buy minutes in the playoffs. Like, you're going to have to throw quickly, maybe, on Trey Young and see how he swims or sinks. I'd love to see Tibbs trust quickly for minutes on Trey Young, which he hasn't done all season. Trigger Trey is going to torch whoever the Knicks throw at him. He has made Rose look like a man on the wrong side of four knee surgeries. Alfred has had reasonable success using his size against him, but he's such a liability on the offensive end that the plus minus just doesn't make sense. Is it too late to replace Alfred in the starting lineup? With Frank? I, yeah, I don't know if you have a choice at this point if you're Tibbs. If you're doing this thing where you have to like honor, like pay tribute to Alfred Payton for whatever like weird Scott Perry reason that they're doing this, time and time a fucking again and I just don't understand they're gonna need to figure out a quick hook out of there and they're gonna need to exploit how damn good Frank is one-on-one -on -one against guards he is the only key to slowing down Trey Young DeAndre Hunter is the x-factor like Frank is for us to be honest because if they pull a Giannis against the heat last year like what they did with Jimmy Butler 
then I actually think that he can frustrate Randall. Randall has been able to torch bigger defenders, slower defenders, stronger defenders. So it's clear we got our hands full with this Hawks team. Let's examine a little bit like where our evolution as a podcast has gone in predicting how this season would end up. I think I did a pretty good job. You know, I called a nice little season from Alec Burks and Reggie Bullock, and that's what we've gotten, even though I'm seeing everything through orange and blue colored glasses at all times. You also said the Knicks were going to win the chip after their first win. So it's still possible. Okay. It's more possible okay. than ever before. I mean, I was I was shockingly wrong on a whole bunch of shit. I said the Knicks were gonna be historically bad shooters, less than 30%. And I also said that the Knicks would not win 20 games this season. For the record, you guys were not that far off from me. Everybody was wrong about the Knicks this season. Let's be straight up and blunt about it. Nobody was correct. Nobody saw this coming but the guys in the locker room. And I don't even know if they saw it coming. I said to bet the 50 to 1 odds on IQ for Rookie of the Year and RJ for Most Improved Player. I was one player off on those. So sue me if you if you lost money. My bad. Ugh, don't listen to a podcast for gambling advice. Okay. And I also said the Knicks will win 24. So I went with the over. So gambling wise, I was right. A little bit, just a little bit, tiny bit. It's all a fluke. It's still a fluke. Let's see him do it next year. Blunt Talk is where we highlight the highest of the highs, and boy did this season have some death-defying heights. The Wake and Bake Award goes to Alec Burks for his microwave cookery, ready to get his team high instantly, but is this a one-year thing or a lifestyle we can rock with? The seven-foot bong is bequeathed to Nerlens Noel, blocking up the lane and lung passages, not the first pipe you pick, but bam, you're on your ass. The 3 a.m. dab goes to Obi Toppin. One little put-back dunk, one little alley-oop, one little dab, and I'm lit for the rest of the game. Holy shit, this is awesome feeling. I should do this more. Why don't we do this more? Oh, yeah. The Backwoods, 8 Grand Blunt, goes to Julius Caesar dressing head-ass Randall. Feels like we dreamt this incredible high. He's uncomfortably popular, and it has us wondering, what's the catch? Fucking smack, but what is this doing to my long-term viability? Et to Backwoods? And the raw hemp cone goes to the future. Organically grown and locally sourced, RJ motherfucking Barrett. Barry, as Clyde lovingly refers to him as, is by far the best long-term option to get this team higher than a thumbtack on a flyer of Reba McIntyre. Shout out to Devin the Dude. We hope you all enjoyed your Knicks bait. And never forget, Vegas predicted that this year's Knicks would have the same record as the Thunder and the Cavs, had them 14th in the East, and said they wouldn't win more than 22 games. 